Hello, everyone, and welcome to Don't Talk About It. I'm your host, Dean D, and today we've got a little story from a lady named Ellie, who's been a longtime friend of mine. She had some words of wisdom that really helped me out a few years ago, and I'd like to pass those on with you today, especially with the relevance of the current situation. It's about painting the perfect picture setting those expectations without deviation and setting ourselves up for sometimes disappointment. Ellie's story starts back east. Growing up as a little girl, Ellie was always engaged with multiple groups of people. In the mornings, she would ride bikes with the boys. In the afternoons, she would play dolls with the girls. She just enjoyed conversing and interacting with people. Very curious little mind Ellie was. Always asking, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Ellie used to, mother used to think that Ellie was just a know-it-all or wanted to be a know-it-all and always had tons of questions. But Ellie had something more than just the direct answer. She was curious about the why. Why somebody would take a behavior and act on it. This is what led Ellie later into psychology. Ellie's friendships and interactions continued all throughout her school career. She was very close with her friends always having little counseling sessions through high school when somebody was upset by a boyfriend who maybe didn't call, or a paper that came back full of red ink and when we were expecting an A and we ended up with a D. Ellie was always there for people. She was always the ear, ready to listen, and the question, always ready to pose, not so much to give advice, but to always put the question back on ourselves to look further into why we do things. Upon graduating high school, Ellie finished her degree on the East Coast, finishing up with a PhD in psychology. She moved over to California and settled in the southern area. She worked for a small women's clinic that focused on domestic violence, injustices, anxieties, and other emotional behaviors that a lot of times our society is not open to listening for. Ellie continued this job for about five years until it started to get wary Every day, Ellie would wake up and feel like she had lost her passion to help the world. She felt herself struggling to go into the office. She felt herself feeling empty, even after having a really good session with somebody. Ellie looked around and realized that she had not completed anything except for that degree that she had hoped for. She wanted to work for herself and have her own business. 
She wanted to be well-known and popular. She wanted to be everything that she didn't realize she already was. This continued with Ellie for about another year. Constantly analyzing herself, if it was her, what she was doing, was it the environment. Every day she felt just a little bit depressed about her life that she saw as unaccomplished. Linda, her close friend, who had been with her this entire time, noticed this change in her behavior over the last year. And one day sat down and said, Ellie, are you okay? It was Ellie's turn to talk, not to listen. Ellie opened up and shared that she had not accomplished anything that she wanted with her life. As she rambled off the list to Linda of her less than desirable completions, Linda had a different point of view. She said, Ellie, what is it that you're looking for? What is it that you're really looking for? I understand that your name is not on the business, but your name is on your door, and it's on your business cards. You wanted to be well-known? Since you've been here, the amount of individuals that we are able to help has quadrupled. You are starting classes for groups that are now being led independently. You have helped women open up all across the Southern California area just by realizing that it's okay to talk about it and it's a good thing to ask why. You've wrote numerous grants that have helped our business be able to accomplish the changes that are needed to support the women that we work with. What is it that you feel like you don't have? As Ellie sat there and thought about what Linda just said, she realized that she was getting stuck in her way. She went out looking for ice cream and realized that she wouldn't settle for anything but chocolate. Ellie got into a career wanting to have a psychology degree and a psychology career that met the expectations that she had painted in her head. However, sometimes it's like buying a car. You might think you go down there for what you know you want, and you leave with something completely else that you didn't know you need. And that is exactly what Ellie had done. She had taken the picture of what she wanted and realized that the factual details of her current life was what she needed. These are not deviations from her goals. She was still well-known. She was still a self-sustained and a self-known individual who was always there for people. Ellie had the reputation and the career she wanted. It just wasn't the picture that she thought she was looking at.
this was a story that Ellie shared with me when I got into a point with my life that I felt was very similar. I had set myself up for what I thought was exactly what I wanted. And I realized that what I got was exactly what I needed. I feel like sometimes most a lot of us tend to do this thing where we have an idea and it's like even going back to the car. Take us uh like uh, a truck again. You want to buy a pickup truck. You don't think about just buying a pickup truck. You think about the exact pickup truck you want with the the exact paint color, the exact interior, the exact tires. And then we go down to buy this vehicle. And it's not there. And we're disappointed. And we leave the lot. And we go home and we go and we end up with nothing. And we go, they had nothing. They didn't even have what I wanted. And we're so disappointed. And that's one way that the story goes. Because we had an exact version of what we wanted. Now let's say you go back to the car dealership. And you just want a truck. And you might have that perfect picture in your head, but you realize financially that just getting what's there is what you really need. And over the next 5, 10, 15 years, you can put a little money into turning it into exactly what you want. But that scenario looks different than the one that you originally thought of before you ventured out of the house. I tend to do this extremely bad. My wife and I will have an idea for even something like how we want to lay out our garden. In the next 30 seconds, I will take how we're going to do that entire garden, how long it's going to take us, where everything needs to go, and just paint this perfect picture in my head. And then I instantly close off to being open to deviations from that. However, the picture that my wife has in her head might be different from the picture that I have in mine. And I feel like that's why, for me, it's very important to not set my expectations so finite. I feel like I can cover the general area and be very satisfied. It's when I get so focused on the specific details that I lose myself and I end up ruining the entire event because I lost myself in the microscopic details thank you Ellie I really appreciate your story I really appreciate your lessons and I hope you're doing well for the rest of you thank you for tuning in I appreciate your time and your ears stay well stay open stay mindful have a great day